Hello, everybody, and welcome to Slash Her, a delusional look into all things spooky, kooky, and terrifying. I'm Stormy. And I'm Adrian. And <laughs> we're... <laughs> Don't laugh at me, you're the high one. Happy 420! <laughs> oh my god, yes! Hello, hello! Happy um, 420. Honestly, a, a lot happened today. Oh my god. A, a lot happened in the past couple of days. Um, as of the day that we are recording, we did get a guilty on all three charges. So <laughs> this is just the beginning. Nobody, this, like I tweeted, it's a crumb of justice. If right. we had true justice, George Floyd would still be alive. Uh, the fight is not over. We still need to do our part, still donate to bail bond funds. Exactly. Sign petitions like Next, we need justice for Breonna Taylor. Like, the fight is just beginning, but I see a light, a small glimmer of light at the end of the tunnel here. Oh, my God. Yes, exactly that. And I don't know. It just an overwhelming day, but it definitely feels pretty just a bit as well. It was a weird feeling today. Mm, a weird air. Right. Uh, even before we got the uh, before we got the verdict, I just it was a weird day. Um <laughs> Definitely a new hope vibe, you know, like, that. yeah, we can see change on the horizon. I mean, it's going to be a battle. We're going to have to fight Darth Vader at some point, but. <laughs> Anakin, is that you, daddy? <laughs> oh my God. Um, Christian, what's his name? Which one? The actor who plays him in the prequels. Oh. He's so stunning. He just had a birthday. Oh, happy birthday to him. <laughs> <laughs> Right. Okay, so 420, obviously I've part I've partaken in the holiday, clearly. Partook. Partaken. Partook. Is that a <laughs> I think it's partaken. You're right. Just okay. for my my brain, it sounded like partooken was, was the way to go. Well, <laughs> um, but yeah, so Stormy, and you haven't, right? You're sober Sally. I have not. I am I am did you say super Sally? So sober Sally? Sober Sally. I thought you said super <laughs> Sally. I was like, wow, I feel great. <laughs> No, I am a, a sober Sally. I'm a wet blanket. It's okay. Also, it's freezing where you are. So it is. This is fucking ridiculous. I want to go home. Okay. <laughs> and also, the chainsaw rewards were this fucking weekend. So that's wild. It was a lot happening this weekend. I was like, this is a lot that's happening right now. The chainsaw awards, the Fangoria chainsaw awards were completely insane and of course we're going to go ahead and devote the first part of our episode that just like recapping the actual awards and the winners and even the nominees a little bit and just give our opinions so right. i'm girl overall what do we think because it was first off it was crazy like right. i love like the whole zoom format like i hope they keep it even like you know once people are start like all on the streets again and you know being crazy and whatnot like i hope they keep that format because it just feels fun and like inviting almost yeah we opened very strong with like a horror um a host-esque skit that i'm all here for um i feel like the award show has the perfect mix of like campy and serious and the fact that they're doing it like zoom style gives it that capability um and like you said i'm all for this format but there's so many winners you know everybody's a winner obviously so i mean there were so many great cameos in there i mean it was amazing jamie lee looks stunning per usual from her shower oh my 
god just the like she just was so rich just so right. luxurious without even trying her saying girls rule we're all for it <laughs> <laughs> it was just a lot of fun i had a good time uh, like you said very yeah. campy bitch put in from dracula was there who i um, oh i obsessed love. with so it was so much fun uh, bitch put in had titties out just <laughs> so stunned on display i live <laughs> um but yes 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 we love we love um but pretty much i mean looking at like the winners of everything or at least like each category we'll kind of mm-hmm. go through them and just see what we think so for best wide release movie we had nominees freaky Gretel and hansel the hunt underwater but the inevitable winner was the invisible man which i mean i think that makes sense I was just glad it wasn't The Hunt because that is the last movie that we saw before quarantine. (laughs) Super fucking sad about it. They misled us completely through (laughs) all of the all of the previews. I was thinking like horror Hunger Games vibe, right? Right. Like I'm thinking, I'm imagining, I think it was Emma Roberts. Is that Uh who was? Yeah. Look at me. I'm on my nails. (laughs) nails. I'm a new bitch. Um, <laughs> I got my nails dead, bitches. Um, but yeah, so I was picturing like Emma Roberts, like dodging fucking arrows through the woods. And that bitch dies in the first like two seconds of this fucking movie. So I'm just glad it wasn't that. That's the only thought that I have on that. <laughs> um, I didn't hate that, though. I kind of love that she died very early on because, I mean, love her or hate her. I just didn't. I mean, Emma Roberts is going to be Emma Roberts. So I right. just didn't want, like, the vibe I didn't want in that movie. I mean, you know, the Emma Roberts vibe wasn't what I was looking for with that movie. Mm-hmm. So I didn't mind that. But, I mean, the rest of it just... <sighs> It just felt very boring. It felt like uneventful all the way up until like the last fight scene. But but the thing is, is you can't feed us like a star filled cast and have you think that it's going to be that way for the whole fucking movie. And you kill 98% of them. They're literally, that is genuinely the fucking definition of false advertisement. <laughs> and I'm pissed. <laughs> uh, very akin to Drew Barrymore getting murdered in the very beginning of Scream. <sighs> You know, those vibes. Oh, yes. Stunning. (laughs) Um, But yeah, The Invisible Man, I feel like it, 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 it was one of the last movies I watched before, you know, COVID overtook everything. So it definitely had the place in my heart, at least from my movie going experience with it, because we were like freaked out the rest of the night. It was very fun. But I think it deserves, if anything, I mean, Freaky was also like a really big moment because that's when I went to the, I mean, for me personally, because I went to the drive through the watch, it was like the first thing I watched like in quarantine, like that was a big deal besides host, but it was really, it was really fun. I enjoyed it and I'm glad it won that category. Mood, same. So um, best limited release movie, uh, the nominees, Dark and the Wicked, which I still need to watch, Possessor, which is great, Relic, The Wolf of Snow Hollow, the winner of that was Color Out of Space. We'll move on. Next category, best first. <laughs> he said next. <laughs> you know, Swipe left. Just, there's nothing I really want to talk about in vain of that category. Zester's um, so- fucking wild. That's all I want to say. <laughs> um, best first feature nominees: Amulet, Dead Dicks, Extraordinary, Sea Fever. Uh, but the winner, of course, was Coming to Daddy with Elijah Wood, which is a very interesting movie. Uh, so I think it. I mean, I think it works. Extraordinary is something I've been meaning to watch, but I haven't seen it yet. But mm-hmm. Come to Daddy was the only thing that I was familiar with. So that makes sense, I guess, for me. 
Right. I didn't know any of them, so good on you. <laughs> uh, best streaming premiere movie. We had <laughs> nominees, Anything for Jackson, The Beach House, His House, The Mortuary Collection, Run, but the winner was Host. And I think that's very fitting. Sweet Baby Jed won. <laughs> yes, yeah, Sweet Baby Jed. I fucking live. I, you know, I we raved about it whenever it first came out, but I will forever preach like how fucking good that movie is for what they had they're literally still in fucking quarantine it's it's crazy all smushed into what i think it's like less than a fucking hour yes Mm. it's just amazing and it's a fucking vibe i want every movie to be that long i feed me everything i want in that amount of time please yeah it's like perfection it really is like the perfect like quarantine movie like 2020 the 2020 horror movie of the year is like host i feel like like it just it sums up 2020 so perfectly right it's it's amazing i love that movie it makes complete sense that it won this award um i will say his house is still like one of my favorite movies of 2020 period like that's just it's just that good so i mean but i mean i understand like when it comes like streaming premiere host really was like a fucking moment i watched that in broad daylight for the first time and i was still freaking out so when i rewatched it like when it was dark out it just it heightened the experience even more like the movie is great people <laughs> it's so fun did we watch that together i don't think so no i'm trying to think who i watched it with either way fucking vibe live so good the beach house is strange if anybody's ever like seen it it is very strange but it was kind of like a little moment when it came out so it makes sense that it was in the nominees nominees <laughs> uh, best international movie nominees i mean i'm probably gonna butcher this bakure uh blood quantum and pedagore sputnik but the winner was la llorona which is great so we love that um la llorona is a it's it's such a good movie it's on shutter it's shutter original it's amazing it's fantastic and it's very scary so i highly recommend that movie and i'm very happy that it won that category I was shooting for Impedagore, but I'm very okay with La Llorona. Same. Best series, we had Dracula, The Haunting of Bly Manor, Hellstorm, Lovecraft Country, which I love. But the winner was What We Do in the Shadows. I haven't seen What We Do in the Shadows, um, so I can't comment. I was hoping for The Haunting of Bly Manor or Lovecraft Country, just because I live for both of them. And also shout out to Gory Corey for the biggest fucking moment ever, being able to fucking announce this winner. I know. What the fuck? Like, imagine (laughs) being that successful and you just graduated high school. I live. Honestly, like a moment in time. (laughs) It's crazy. Um, I want to be Gory Corey when I grow up. (laughs) (laughs) very much that yeah it was a moment i screamed um i definitely was shooting for lovecraft country that's like my shit so i'm kind of upset it didn't win but whatever what we knew in the shadows i'm sure is fantastic i'll watch it probably two years from now when like the hype is tied down like i always do (laughs) (laughs) when nobody cares (laughs) that's how we do very that uh best lead performance there were so many nominees like there's too many the inevitable winner was elizabeth moths uh for the invisible man which i mean kind of looking yeah which i think she does great in that movie i mean the nominees were pretty stacked though obviously um yes. uh one me mosaka from his house is amazing and even honestly vince vaughn and freaky was really <laughs> really fun so yeah, Elizabeth Moth's acts her ass off in that movie, so 
I will give her that. Best Supporting Performance. Again, a whole bunch of nominees. The winner was Clancy Brown for The Mortuary Collection, which I haven't seen that movie, so I can't comment on the performance. Also same. Like I said, I'm very behind on my horror watching right now. So I felt a little lost during these awards, but those, those couple of, uh, a couple of not genres, the awards. <laughs> what? Just cut me out. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> categories. Oh my God. A couple of categories that I were in new movies. I was very excited. <laughs> Um, yeah, I will say that Vanessa Williams, though, in Bad Hair is amazing. I think she's like a big, I don't know. I think she's kind of like the best part about that movie at times. So, um, sure. Moving on. Best director. <laughs> sure. <laughs> um, best director. Uh, many nominees, but Leigh Winnell took it, or Lee Winnell, excuse me. Lee Winnell took How it. How dare you? <laughs> Lee Winnell took it for The Invisible Man and gorgeous man beautiful man as much as i hate him in the first saw i love we we winnell only winnell um honestly like i was saying in the beginning he fucking cleaned up during these fucking award show just category after category i think it was like four five or six categories that he cleaned Oh, yeah. He killed it. He was amazing. He looked amazing. It got to the point where he stopped accepting the awards. And I think Jason Blum uh, accepted a a couple on his behalf. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, I'm tired. I'm kind of clocking out for today. He's like, I said all that I knew how to say. (laughs) Yeah, but he did amazing. He, like you said, cleaned house. So best screenplay, the winner was, again, Lee Bunnell for The Invisible Man. I mean, mm-hmm. there were some good contenders. Uh, his House, Freaky, I thought it was a very, of course, well-done script. I thought it was very funny. Um, yeah, but, you know, it makes sense. The Invisible Man really was a moment in 2020 before everything shut down. So, um, Best score went to Jim Williams for Possessor, which I think is undoubtedly the... Well, for me, at least, probably the best option here. Well <laughs> Just, deserved. Yeah, because the sounds in that movie are so insane. Like, I was, like, completely immersed in that world just because of, like, the fucking vibrations of, like, right. the score. It, it's insane. So, and that was, like, even at home in my little TV. So I couldn't even imagine, like, watching that shit in theaters. Ugh. Soon, soon, soon. But, um, yeah, it was amazing. And I thought it was fantastic. Best makeup effects went to Possessor, again, Dan Martin. Again, makes complete <laughs> makes complete sense uh, because literally, like the whole mask thing and just ripping the face off, and it's just it's insane. And like the gore in that movie also is very very cringy at times. It's amazing, so makes sense. Uh, and last but not least, best creature effects it went to uh, Dan Martin again for Color Out of Space. I haven't seen Color Out of Space, and I probably won't watch it. No, nope. so no. Um, but yeah, of course, great for Dan Martin. And yeah, that was the Fangoria Chainsaw Awards. It was really fun. Great show. Round of applause from Slasher. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. But I mean, the next portion of our show is obviously going to be Alien April. Already. OMG. Wow. I can't believe we still have another week of Alien April. 
I know. And we're going to be doing a poll between like, I don't know, like two or three movies and whatever you guys want to listen to us yap about is what the last movie will be. Um, but yeah, so we're going to be talking about Dark Sky. So. And we will be back with a very special guest here in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> Me? Oh, wait. Me? Oh, wait. <laughs> Not us okay. acting like the podcast's over. <laughs> we said, okay, that's all you get this week. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, bitches. Bye. It's 420. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Yes. Okay. Yeah. We got to go celebrate 420 some more. So bye. Or no, not bye. We'll be back back. <laughs> <laughs> Hey everybody, so if you're enjoying the podcast so far, definitely look into giving us a rating. It would be really, really beneficial. We're open to ideas and feedback. It really goes a long way. So go ahead and look into giving us a rating. Again, we're on Apple, Spotify, Podbean, and many more places. But for now, let's go ahead and get back to the show. Okay, everybody, we are back. Um, it's still 420 in our mind. <laughs> uh, but we're here, of course, this week to discuss uh, Dark Skies. And so we're really excited. We brought back one of our dear friends to hang out with us and discuss this crazy movie. Um, everybody, welcome back, Shannon. What up, beach? Hi. Woo-hoo. I'm back. Hi. So thank you so much for joining us this week. What made you want to watch this movie of all movies? So, at first, I was like, oh, I've never seen this movie, but it sounded familiar, and it's because I watched it, but I did not pay attention when I watched it. So, this time, I actually paid attention. Fat mood. Fat mood. I'm one of those people who just kind of smokes and then has stuff in the background going on. So, I'm not (laughs) always fully aware of what's happening. I mean, technically, this is our 420 episode, so it's kind of perfect that you're on for this episode, because <laughs> this is our, I'm surely high for this whole episode. But yeah, so this movie overall, I mean, how do we feel about it? Storm, like, do you like like this movie? <laughs> I vibe. Um, I really like the Grey's uh, interpretation of any type of alien. Um, these... F- seem like they've been a little emaciated they've been a little deprived lately they're probably going to through a panera (laughs) too so (laughs) they're a little like one-dimensional um hate the aliens in this movie just like the aesthetic or yeah like the actual figures or yeah it just looks really bad like the cgi looks really bad they look like the little kid drew them yeah very slender man it's just like Gumby like hopped off the page and here we are. Very that. Very, very slender man. Very, um, I mean, it works, I suppose. I just wish they would have done a better job. Again, like even somebody in a suit would have been cool. Like I don't need the CG. Like a morph suit? Yeah, something like that. But overall, I like the movie. It's a good movie. <laughs> yeah, I like it. It's freaked me out a couple of times. Um, mainly just like the blank look that they like stare off into space i should be used to it because it's the same face that shannon's giving me right now (laughs) but (laughs) for real though some jump scares one was when the birds started hitting the house oh my god yes that scene is insane to me i thought that i was in this movie this morning because (laughs) two birds straight up committed the s word 
on my front window. <gasps> so I thought I had been shot um, because I don't know, you hear something loud and your just reaction in today's world is to like drop to the ground. And I was like, in my heart, I was like, I've been hit. Girl. This is the end. Not two birds. I go outside, just two birds snap their neck. And I'm like, I get it. Like, I hate this place too, but don't be dramatic. Have you been chosen? Apparently. <laughs> you know what? Fuck it. Take me. Take me in the weenie. <laughs> I've been thinking about some of the things leading up to this episode. Um, like, the other night I was FaceTiming Stormy and... I don't know if y'all have ever had those phone calls where it literally sounds like aliens are in your phone, but that's what happened. And we were talking about recording and like this kind of stuff in, I don't know. I don't believe in coincidences. <laughs> My camera just fades to black. This is the last you ever hear from me. <laughs> well, remember that time, Shannon, when Stormy, I mean, we talked about it earlier this month, but like when Stormy was on that road trip back from Colorado and she like went missing oh. remember <laughs> <laughs> and she lost track of time yes. and that's, yeah that's oh, that's so crazy and it happens in this movie you know what <laughs> and you know um we're kind of all over the place right now but oh, always always um i grew up in roswell new mexico which is like the big alien capital of the world <laughs> wherever that's like the biggest attraction there. Sometimes I feel like it's a part of my life. Anyways, maybe I just, maybe I attract some of those things. Wait, we'll come back to the movie, but have you ever been like abducted by aliens, Shannon? No, not that I <laughs> recall. That sounds like a very trained answer. <laughs> I know. No, I have not. No, I have no idea what you're talking about. Why do about. you ask? <laughs> You haven't? Has anybody in your family ever had, like, not to expose your family, <laughs> but has anybody in your family? Okay, so after, think like, watching this movie and just seeing kind of, like, the, the things, I remember in the Blair Witch episode we talked about, um, no, wait, not the Blair Witch episode, whatever campfire one I was on, where we talked about, um, kind of like things taking over me and my brother like in the field oh, yeah, right. and stuff and when you put aliens in that it like you kind of put those together it kind of makes sense um doesn't always have to be like a spirit, a spirit or, or something, something. it could have been like a <laughs> right. being now that yeah. you see this kind of stuff but i don't know i don't know there's there's a lot. There's a lot to unpack there, but yeah. Like comparing You know to... what? This is Stormy's signing out. I'll talk to you later. <laughs> no, but it's true. Like alien abductions are always like very possession-esque. Like it's kind of like the same deal. Like sometimes like with spirits too, like you get when people get possessed, like they're chosen, you know, like things happen slowly, you know, like the doors will open and close, and like the more you acknowledge it, the more you invite it in, kind of thing. So it's kind of like the thing with these aliens, too. Like, they just kept agging it on, this poor family, this poor struggling family. Because even, like, from the jump, I mean, they're going through it. Homeboy does not have a job. I do think the dad's kind of cute. Am I crazy? Like, attractive? Like, cute? Yeah. Like, he's not bad He's looking. not bad, but I'm not attracted. He's not bad, but... Definitely a little bit of an upgrade there at the end when they fast forward to a little bit later. Right. Um, and he was a little more clean cut and stuff. I think he was attractive there. 
I feel like he gives off very haggard, like writer vibes that he's supposed to. So, I mean, it works, I guess. Yeah, he seems like he works like at the general store and like can like change a tire. The general store. <laughs> Are we back in the fucking olden days? I'm going to go down. I've been watching. No, I've been watching Shit's Creek again. Mm. Yeah, he's sim- he seems simple. But obviously, Lacey, the mom, is way more attractive. <laughs> she's really gorgeous and really pretty. Oh, yeah, she's cute. Really pretty. And I think she does great in this movie. I mean, she's acting her ass off in this movie. I think she's very believable in this movie. And I enjoyed her in this movie. I think out of, like, everybody, she's, like, the glue that holds everything together. She does it really well. She's the only breadwinner. She's the mom. She's doing it all on her own, honestly. Because... As always, the fucking man does not believe anybody, so... Uh, the worst part about this movie is him, constantly. Making things awful. But uh, I do love this movie, though, because it is very quintessential, like, abduction. Like, in our Aliens episode, like, we talked about, like, these kinds of patterns that you can see with, like, abductions and, like, people being, like, chosen and, like, you know, kind of studied over time kind of thing. So, like, we just talked about this, and, like, this movie is, like, the quintessential that you know it's like the alien abduction movie i feel like yeah and they didn't even try to like stray away from the gray's imagery um they just kind of made it flatter and worse oh yeah like the expert even calls them the grays remember like when they go and talk to him mm-hmm. like near the end yeah. of the movie also whenever they go talk to the expert that reminds me i know you haven't seen it but it reminds me of men in black whenever they go to the video store and like this guy like lives in his mom's like fucking attic or some shit. It's crazy. That's what it reminds me of. Um, but one scene in this movie that really freaks me out is like, I guess like one of the first big scares in this movie is when Lacey, the mom is walking downstairs and she turns on the lights and like everything in the kitchen, like all the contents are like all arranged in some like weird fucking geographic weird. I don't know what the fuck it is, but it's crazy. And it freaks me out every time. I feel like that's their version of like a crop circle. I feel like it's like the little Google pin. Oh. Because that's what it looks like whenever the light hits it, right? You're very, very that. Like kind of marking the territory kind of thing. Because we saw it obviously like in signs with the crop circles. Yeah. Letting them know like, bitch, we're here. That's creepy. Same kind of uh, imagery and like symbols that are then like marked on the poor boy like later on in the movie. So like they're just like leaving their territory. Don't touch my pickles. You don't need to be fucking with my pickles if you're going to fuck with my kid, too. One of them has to stay sacred. Take, I would rather you take the kid, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Alita. She does well, her I was <laughs> Adrian, Adrian loves pickles. I eat pickles so often. It's insane how much I eat pickles. But they're so tasty and delicious and, like, sweet and tart and, like... With popcorn. I think that's weird. I mean, Shannon probably had the same culture shock as I did, like, when we left um, New Mexico, where, like, it's popcorn and pickle. And, like, we came here to Vegas. I remember the first time we went to the movie theater, I was like, yeah, can I have some popcorn and a pickle? And she, like, looked at me like I was insane. She's like, a pickle? But, like, a pickle? But they do it. They don't do it here, but they do it in Utah, right? Um, I know they do it in, yeah, in Utah. Because when I was up there in Salt Lake City, which is the most terrifying city I've ever been in. um, (laughs) The most whitewashed. So terrifying. Just me there with my boyfriend looking so crazy. Everybody was just staring constantly. Um, 
but when we went to the movie theater there, they had pickles. And I was like, okay, like. Why is Vegas BYOP? <laughs> and I do. I literally bring my own pickle to the theater. Uh, good to know. I'm, I'll pack a pickle. Oh, uh, don't worry. I, we buy dill pickles. And I eat those things like crazy. So. Um, but yes, this movie. Um... <laughs> so that's what I had down as probably like one of my favorite scenes is the where they arrange the condiments to fucking make some signs and shit. Another scene that really freaked me out, too, is when the kid, because, um, like, the little boy seems, like, to be, like, the link to the aliens the entire time. And they even explain it later on in the movie as well, that he's, like, um, like he's been the one that's been chosen, really, or something along those lines. Because he's drawing mm-hmm. pictures and whatnot. Um, so when he's at the park and he starts screaming, that part always, like, freaks me the fuck out. Oh, my God. Where he pisses himself? <laughs> yes. Terrible. I'm embarrassed. I would have been... <laughs> I... Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I would be embarrassed. I would be so pissed. I'd have to pick up my pissy little child and carry them back to the car. And then I'd feel fucking terrible after they got abducted because I was a fucking asshole. (laughs) But also it sucks because nobody understands what you're going through. (laughs) Right. There's not exactly like a support group for this. There's not a single moms with abducted children's group. There's probably like a subreddit out there or something, though. You know what? You're right. I just need to find my people. I will say what sucks about the movie or like it was frustrating to me is all of these things point to like them abusing their children or something of the sort or like, you know, like having some type of especially like when that lady finds the marks on the kid, those types of things. Mm. Yeah, like. And it makes the parents look bad the whole time, so it makes it even harder to believe them. And I get frustrated like that <laughs> in some of those movies because I'm just like, man, because you know, you know what's going on, but like, you just wanted to the get there. So. The dilemma of it all. So in yeah. that case, I mean, are they just trying to take away the parents' credibility in general? Or like, are they trying to get the kids taken away so it's easier for them to abduct them? Maybe like a separation thing, like kind of make the parents like so. <laughs> no, but like make the parents like so scattered that it's easier to uh, just abduct the children. I mean, obviously these parents put up a yeah. fight as best as they can. Like the whole fucking Fourth of July nonsense at the end with the fucking, which is really scre- like we'll talk about the ending I guess here in a few. But I love it and hate <laughs> it. Um, but you're right. Like they're just causing the parents to be very scrambled, so that way they can just weaken the children even more. The scenes with the security cameras, I don't know. Like, I understand the security that comes along with having the cameras just, like, for your personal, like, mental health, honestly. Yes. And just having that footage. Um, But I'm so scared that I'm going to watch back and see some crazy-ass shit. And, like, that's part of the reason why I don't look back on footage And this movie, like, speaks to that very fear in me because, like, as the alien is, like, walking through the house, like, each camera goes out and I'm not okay. That's some paranormal activity type shit. Yeah, girl, I can't do it. At our old apartment, we had a ring doorbell that was, like, recording 24-7. And, like, I never would, like, stare at it. Because they would always, like, I would always be afraid to click it and, like, there would be somebody standing there. What would you do if you, like, looked back and there's a person just, like, this close to your fucking camera? Like, I would freak out. So I would never look at it. I would only look at it when I knew, like, somebody was out there. Like, if Shannon walked out and closed the door, mm-hmm. I would look at it just because I know she would be there. But I can never, like, look at it. It would freak me out. 
No. So this movie definitely fucking freaks me out when they fucking show those cameras. And the part where the dad just like, walk, like he's sleepwalking and he just walks outside and is staring into the darkness with that fucking blank ass look. I don't know why, but like that always gets my heart racing because I half expect him to get snatched, but also like, I don't know. It gave me almost like Amityville vibes. Oh, very or like, bad. are we going to drive the dad insane or? It kind of felt like that for a bit because he was kind of getting more aggressive. But they did kind of like reflect back on that. Remember kind of towards the end? No. There was that scene with the dad and the gun. <laughs> Wait, what? Oh, right, right, right. Both of us were well, <laughs> like, Wait, what do you mean? We weren't, we weren't ready to like, talk about the ending, I guess. But I was just saying like, they did kind of like go back on that whenever the dad remember he's in the kitchen with the gun and he's like hitting it on the floor oh yes okay and then he was like yeah yeah and then he shoots himself and i know that was like like a a dream or whatever that was because it kind of goes back to something else but still they did kind of you know yeah on that again like making the dad crazy Mm -hmm. yeah you know what this movie does a really good job at like developing these characters it's very straightforward like you know they're a family you can only make them so dynamic but like they do pretty well of like setting up character arcs for everybody and it works really well like even the yeah. dad who's the most boring character still like i mean like shannon pointed out is still like he has a story arc you know and it completes itself which you know kudos. like as much as it's cut and dry they do give us a lot of possibilities um like how we were saying the abuse thing like it's not as straightforward as most like alien movies are yeah like the faculty was very straightforward like this is giving us some layers so uh a little bit a little bit of layer. i mean it's like lifetime it's like lifetime layers but it's layers <laughs> <laughs> lifetime layers <laughs> you know it's like very okay bad. but what was what was crazy to me though that in one of those like um are they dreams what are they whenever they're like yeah like hallucinations maybe yeah they just go into like a trance so um wow i lost <laughs> <it>. <laughs> oh my god happy 420 uh... oh okay okay so it's crazy how like they talk about the first kid that was the first target or whatever is usually the one that they try to abduct and stuff. Right. But in that one hallucination or whatever, um, it was the older kid. Right. Who got abducted. Remember? Right. So, um, yeah, I don't know. It was weird. Like I thought it, the movie was coming to an end closer to that point. So I thought that like, that's what happened. Like right. all along it was the older kid but then i don't know there's a lot of twists and turns at the very end of that movie really right well it kind of calls back because obviously the older kid i mean spoiler alert whatever i mean the older kid at the end is the one who gets abducted even though we're kind of led to believe it's a young kid the entire time but they do kind of like shannon said like drop hints throughout the movie that he is probably the older one is the one who was chosen because even like at the beginning when um jesse's talking the little boy he's talking about like the sandman and all that sam the older boy he's like oh you know if the sandman comes he's gonna be coming after me not you so don't worry about it like to make him feel better but like he's still like like he knew some way i guess like he's kind of Mm -hmm. alluding to the fact that he was gonna be the one that was going to be abducted i just i feel like 
if I had two children and my second one was going through a lot of the same things that my first one went through, I would click that like, hey, I've been through this before. (laughs) But the mom just doesn't until like the very end where she's like, oh, yeah, I forgot he made all these fucking same drawings and shit. That's crazy. She must have been raking in money like when she first started her real estate job because she was like she did not give a fuck about her first kid, apparently, because not to call her a bad mom. I mean, like if your kid's drawing like fucking Slender (laughs) Man, like you're going to take note of that normally, you know? Like, what is this? Where have you seen this before? You only draw things that you see. You've seen this slender man. So we got to talk about that. You're going to therapy. I don't know. Alita makes me skinny. (laughs) So So we believe kids. Uh, (laughs) I mean, we can probably attribute it to her banging her fucking head against rental windows, making her fucking forget half of her shit. But good Lord. Like the anxiety, like she's almost, she's about to nail her first sale and God knows how long they're struggling so bad right. that they can afford a whole security system. They pulled out a loan or something. We didn't get that part of the movie, but they figured it out. But I felt so bad for her when that happened. And then she just like fucking slams her face into that goddamn window. Girl, ice cream. Imagine being that couple though. Like you're really excited to see possibly your first house. You're feeling the vibes. You're not really sure, but like you're still excited. And then your fucking realtor just starts bashing her fucking face in. I would probably no longer be looking for a house anymore. (laughs) Like, you know what? That's a sign from somewhere. Not really sure where it's coming from, but that's a sign that I don't need to be buying a house. If that happened while we were searching for a home, I probably, I probably still would have bought a home. It just wouldn't have been that home. <laughs> You're still here for it. Right. I'm not going to be living in the one where she smashed her head into the window. So, Well, whenever Ash and her family was, they were looking at houses, every time she walked into a basement, the fucking basement would flood. And I was like, girl, y'all just, that's somebody telling me y'all don't need a basement. I don't know. Yeah, because something is ready to come out of that basement it sounds like but yeah this movie is great um even like the losing lapses in time like even stormy's had to happen to her losing time that happens to this family quite frequently i forgot where i was going oh yeah so the family has lapses in time like when the mom (laughs) knocks herself out and where the dad's screaming outside so this movie is really quintessential abduction like i'm saying i'm excited (laughs) Uh, one thing that does freak me out though is when the mom is walking into the kids' room and she sees like the figure for the first time. That always fucking oh, freaks me shit. out. This movie has some good ass like scares. It's actually generally pretty creepy. Yeah, the I don't know. The biggest one for me was when all the fucking birds just started hitting the house. No, you know what was for me the scariest scene is when the dad was having his like dream and he goes to like touch Jesse, the little boy, and he like wakes up and he has no fucking eyes. Ooh, oh, like a children, that one, bro. That one was rough. Ooh, yeah, that one freaked Oof. me out. I was like, oh my god, uh, what's happening? What movie? I would punch Alita directly in the <laughs> face. <laughs> I would just toss out the window. No, ma'am, not in my home. Mm. But yeah, that that scene freaked me the fuck out. I was like, oh, I always forget that that scene's in this movie. It always it always takes me so nice, uh, by surprise. Um, I don't know why, but like all of pretty much anything to do with the security systems are the ones that hit me. Like when all the fucking alarms start going off. Yes, dude. That freaked me out too. When they call the fucking alarm system place and they're like, like every trigger was like hit at the same time. I would have been, I would have been moving out. 
I would have been like, all right, well, and then just hang up and. We will downsize. We're not living here. We'll move into the smallest, most affordable place we can because we're not living in this home anymore. You know what? There'd be two movements, a physical movement and a bowel movement. So. (laughs) Girl. Not going to fucking happen. Um, But the ending, I mean, let's just kind of get through the ending. (laughs) So do we like the ending of this movie? Gives me anxiety i don't know i just no i'm not good with it um having to fucking listen to that droning ass man talk about fourth of fucking july with the music playing in the background and static as i try and protect like somebody in my family like i don't know i don't vibe i mean it's good but i don't vibe yeah it's scary the end when she's like sitting there and the kid is like on the radio kind of like coming in with all that and yeah and she's like I don't know when they zoom in on her and she's like t- like realizing that that's like her kid on the other end like I can't imagine also where did you buy those from target because i need to get some their signal is amazing (laughs) through time and space oh wow all right what a promotion that was like a whole the whole movie was an ad for those walkie talkies i don't (laughs) i don't know man you know fucking aliens man (laughs) fucking aliens (laughs) fucking aliens man do you think they got fingers and toes man no (laughs) and the way that they're just described as the grays that's terrifying to me (laughs) yeah i don't enjoy that description oh my god shannon's middle name is gray you're an alien uh Oh, get the fuck out! I'm hanging up on you. And it's spelled. Literally born in Roswell. I know. Oh my god, it's in my roots. You weren't born, baby. You were bred in a lab. You weren't born, baby. You were bred in a lab. You've been chosen. Oh my god. Me and Granny Gallagher need to have a talk. (laughs) Yeah, girl. My mom tried real hard to have me. So. maybe she was she was abducted and in, you were like put in like an embryo into your mother i almost died at birth <gasps> you're part can we alien. label this episode interview with an alien <laughs> wow i kind of love how, that discovery how can i get how can i get tested for alien, alien blood <laughs> you, you turn in 20 years you're 27 and me and one's just like uh, <laughs> like 58% of your DNA is like unknown. <laughs> and they just put like the little alien emoji sticker on the sheet. <laughs> just, just the apple emoji. Oh my God. We can go to area 51 right now. Let's take the drive. Let's knock on the door. Bitch, you said I can go. <laughs> We're returning this one. <laughs> That's going to be our Instagram caption when we go to area 51. When Stormy comes to visit guys, we're all going to drive out to area 51 and take a picture with Shannon by the gate and we're gonna be like we're taking her home and that's gonna be like our Instagram we also want to go to area 15 yes Um, (laughs) i don't know what's going on there is it supposed to be like a futuristic vibe that i think it's supposed to be like meow wolf oh wow it's another it's another location of meow wolf (gasps) so cool okay we gotta go immediately 
everybody without ties to New Mexico is like, what the fuck is happening right now? <laughs> no, we have like a big, huge, like interactive, like museum art exhibit here in Las Vegas that opened up during the pandemic called Area 15, right? Area 15, yeah. yeah. 15, right. Yeah, really cool, really futuristic, and we're very excited to go when Stormy comes and visits. But yes, dark skies. Um, I really enjoy the ending. Um, I think it's great. It's terrifying. I love the creepy, like, you know, national anthem or whatever the fuck is happening in the background. Whatever Uncle Sam, you know, shit is playing. Um, it's great. It's creepy. The lighting. I think the directing is fantastic in this movie. I really do. Like, a lighting and just a lot of the camera angles and camera shots are really well done. Like you said, too, with the scene with the dad when he was just outside and, like, staring up at the sky. That scene is so scary because of, like, the lighting. Like, it just one direct spotlight on just him, and you just see, like, a lot of nothing in the darkness. So it's just very scary. It's really well done. So they do that at the end, too, with, like, the TV static and, like, the lighting in the house. It's very scary, very ominous. And even TV those... static doesn't sit right with me anyways, so way to play off that. <laughs> <laughs> but it's very scary, and it's very well done. I love this movie. It's very... If I, like, would recommend an alien movie to somebody who's, like just starting out with alien movies i would probably do this movie like it's the most like obvious movie to like show somebody who's like never really seen an alien movie i guess because it's like it's so like the fucking like the backbone of what it is to be abducted by an alien i don't know it's just the quintessential alien movie man no i was laughing at shade and like visibly zoning the fuck out <laughs> so that's what it is <laughs> oh, Lord. Another and, fucking planet. Okay, listen okay yesterday since y'all are celebrating 420 right on your podcast uh-huh anyways um 420 had fucking amazing deals at <laughs> dispensaries dude and so i sure did take a fat dab before this podcast because i knew I mean, we're talking about aliens I had to, you know, I had, I had. Right. As did I. I partook as well. I'm just vibing high on life, you know, the Christian way. The Southern Baptist is rich the within Christian. me. <laughs> Shut the fuck just up, kidding. Stormy. <laughs> Stormy. I was just going to say, I really love the tones of this movie. Like, um, as far as like color theory. Oh, yes. Um everything's very muted very it feels like it almost has like that twilight like blue filter over it yes um and then like the a lot of the flashback not flashbacks but like the zone out moments or whatever take place in that rental and it's very 70s everything's fucking brown and orange i just i don't know i really enjoy the color theory. very that the movie does feel very 70s i think it's because they keep going back to that house that feels very 70s that she keeps trying to sell so it kind of makes the movie feel really like mm-hmm. retro as well beyond like the security camera stuff um apparently with this movie too they were pitching it and like it was originally going to be like a found footage film so i think they kept like the security camera idea in there to kind of like give it that feel because it still feels like found footage in those moments but those are some of the best scares i think are when those when those stupid fucking aliens pop up in the security cameras it always freaks me out Whenever he like slows it down and does it frame by frame and you can just see it like bloop, bloop, bloop from each little thingy. I'm not. No. Right. Well, we're not. Okay. <laughs> the kids aren't all right. The offspring. <laughs> the faculty. Okay. Well, Dark Skies was great. <laughs> I really enjoyed it. 
Uh, any last thoughts, anybody on Dark Skies? It's streaming on Netflix. Go watch it after you listen to this shit show. I rented this movie. Did you? Even you though it's on Netflix because I couldn't remember my Netflix password. I can't remember any of my passwords. What did you rent it on? The dedication to the I pod. I was at the gym and I was like, oh, I can rent it on iTunes. Oh, okay. So I did that. It's also on iTunes. So if you guys want to send me... Paid four ninety nine. Um, if you guys want to send me $2 each... <laughs> Right. So I know, I'm just kidding. Right. I think about it. <laughs> Stormy. I'll send a reminder. Yeah, right. <laughs> I get paid on Adrian Friday. Adrian will let my request sit there for <laughs> weeks. And then he'll be like, oh, Girl, yes. She sent me a request ago. for coffee one time, and it was just sitting. <laughs> and every time I go to her thread, it would just sit and stare at me. And I was like, ah, it's only $6. I can just send it. But I was like, but like... Well, you never know what I could use that six dollars for. I just like have to wait just to see. Let me just wait till payday, <laughs> and then I get you know my paycheck, and I'm like, oh yeah, six dollars, nothing, and then I send it. <laughs> mm. I can use the four dollars that Adrian sent me because he didn't want to deal with me watching fucking commercials. <laughs> he really was like, you broke fucking bitch. Here's four dollars. <laughs> I do throw my money around though, so I gotta slow down. Um, but yeah, so this movie was great. It was fantastic. I enjoy it thoroughly. I recommend it highly. Um, it's very spooky, very um, alien, adopt me daddy. Um, so whatever. Stormy, you love it, right? <laughs> Beam me up, daddy. <laughs> I do love it. Shannon, final thoughts? Yeah, same. <laughs> same. It High was thoughts. fun. It was fun. And now we know Shannon's an alien and Stormy's been chosen. So I feel great. That's why we're friends. <laughs> Bro, I even have my... <gasps> I have an alien tattoo and UFO tattooed on my body. Wow. You're really <laughs> just setting it up. You're like, beam me up, daddy. I'm ready to come home. You're... I'm surprised your condiments haven't been stacking themselves at night. Honestly. Honestly, though, remember that guy that you were talking to for a bit, Shannon, too, who was, like, really into, like, conspiracies and yes! stuff? Yes. Maybe okay. he sensed I didn't you. know if I should bring that up. <laughs> wow. I still okay. follow him on fucking Twitter. <laughs> okay, do no! you? Okay, so... I, I did. I had an interaction with the only guy I've ever met on Bumble. An interaction. And he was so into aliens and researching them and fucking Bigfoot. That was a huge one too, was Bigfoot. But he definitely did like alien stuff. So he actually did go to like Rachel Nevada um, and like go Ely Nevada. There's supposed to be some oh, alien yes. sightings there. Um, there's, there's quite a few places in Nevada actually. So um, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. Like he. But I got weird vibes from him <laughs> as an a alien. person. I got weird vibes from him as a person. He was a very weird person. He sensed you. But he was very yeah, he was very forceful. Like are we both? First are date. we both aliens? Yeah. We can both? <laughs> Storm. Are we gonna bump? But yeah. <laughs> I are, don't we know. Gonna, are we gonna bump our our alien pieces. I don't know. It's like a smooth smot on a fucking man on a Ken Barbie. <laughs> what? You know what I mean? Yeah, the great. I said those aliens, that? they look like the like smooth, like little underwear parts on the Barbies. So you just be like bumping those. <laughs> Stormy, where is your head right now, girlfriend? <laughs> Adrian understood us. <laughs> I hope so. I don't know. We want to picture me different things. <laughs> 
But yeah, aliens, they're spooky. (laughs) This, oh my God, the longer we sit here, I'm... I can see it in your eyes. (laughs) I'm (laughs) flying. I forget that. Okay, well, I got to go take a dab as well. So... (laughs) uh happy 420 everybody dark skies is great it's great to watch while you're high it's really fun it's great to watch while you're sober as well it's quintessential alien it's on netflix or you know be shannon and run it on itunes and you know we're gonna be wrapping up our what is it called alien april next week alien april we have to do a poll so i have no idea we're watching we'll let you know yeah we're gonna put a poll up tomorrow when or not tomorrow we're gonna put the poll up when the episode drops on friday so when you're hearing this you can go vote or whatever um you can go vote because we're gonna have a poll of like i don't know two or three movie options i guess and whatever y'all want us to watch for the last movie of the month we'll do it (laughs) so stream dark skies on netflix you can stream us on spotify and apple podcasts and google podcasts and podbean and you can follow us on twitter and instagram at the same handle at slash underscore her underscore pod shannon where can the people find you you can find shannon at baby chili (laughs) flake on twitter and (laughs) 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 we love you so much guys follow shannon for great like follow shannon for great stoner weed uh plant content (laughs) And Sadie, the most adorable little chihuahua in the world. So follow her for those, uh, for that content. Sadie, Sadie May, my She's love. been sitting here with me the whole time. She was a part of this episode. Oh. Okay, yeah. I got to go say hi to Sadie and the take The best support animal. <laughs> okay, everybody. But thank you so Yay. much for joining us this week. Uh, tomorrow, or not tomorrow. Thanks next... for letting me. Oh, yeah. Thank you, Shannon, for coming on. <laughs> yes, we love you. Yes. And Stormy... Thank you. Uh, oh, you already said the goodbyes. Okay, well, we're done. <laughs> okay, stay spooky. Stay spooky, everybody. Bye. Bye. Bye.